the late 80s, the final frontier. These are the voyages of the podcast Pat Trek. My continuing mission to introduce my friend Patrick to the best show that ever ran on television. And to boldly go where millions of white guys with glasses have gone before. And welcome to Pat Trek. This is the show where my friend Pat O'Rourke introduces me, Patrick Winnegar, to Star Trek The Next Generation, a show that I have never seen. And I have seen a ton of times. And Patrick, you're a real flim-flam man. A flim-flam artist. A flim-flam. A flim-flam. I love that term. And this is the second time we've heard Picard say it. Yeah, Picard called Q that, Mm -hmm. I think in the second episode or something. Yeah. And uh, then we laughed and laughed and laughed. Right. And, and then this he time, said it again. Callback! Yeah. We're talking about The Devil's Do. Yeah. My fun fact. Yeah. This script, although a little bit different, was originally written by Gene Roddenberry for yeah. the original series. Yeah. I was going to say, this This seems like an original series episode oh, yeah. in a lot of ways. And then they modified it for Phase 2, which was the pre-Next Generation when they're thinking they were going to do that. about those one in the 80s that they almost made? Yeah. And they didn't end up making it. And then... They earmarked it because they liked the script a lot and thought uh-huh. it was funny and fun, uh, but it's very much not a Next Generation episode. Oh, no. It it's... does not feel like one. No. But, yeah. Huh. Fun. That makes sense. Yeah, that's why if you look at the credits, too. It says Gene Roddenberry. Yeah, he yeah. got executive producer and stuff on it. Yeah, that hasn't happened in a while. No. I think he's I think he's dead by now, right? I think right? he's dead, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, so this came out uh, February 4th, 1991, and the headline I found for Patrick's log is... Home Alone comedy film is laughing all the way to the bank. (laughs) Yep. This was the time when Home Alone was in theaters. Oh, dear. Yeah. Yeah. It was another winning week for 20th Century Fox's Home Alone. and its 12th week of release, the kid comedy starring Macaulay Culkin as a youngster who ingeniously battles, battles burglars when he finds himself left home alone actually jumped 11% over its previous week's earnings. With estimated ticket sales of $8.1 million, it has grossed more than $212 million. That Ryan movie. Pitcher's wow. Western epic, Dances with Wolves, which came in second, also saw a ticket. It's like, when you read this, it's everything that was out in the early 90s. <laughs> you know, Home Alone was a juggernaut. It was huge. That was so big. I actually do remember when it came out. And, like, yeah, everyone was going to see it. Oh, yeah. We yeah. went and watched it. My dad hated it. Really? Um, yeah, he hated the kid. He hated Macaulay Culkin. Yeah. Well, he was kind of a jerk. Yeah. And those two robbers. He spilled Pepsi all over his pizza. Yeah. His cousin's pizza. (laughs) What a jerk. That massive family that he had for some reason. They were in Chicago. You can see the house. Yeah. yeah. Have you ever driven by it? I have not. Isn't it like actually in the suburbs? It is in the suburbs. Yeah. Yeah. It looks like a suburbs place. Oh, yeah. It does not look like Chicago. (laughs) No. It's near Northside. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So that's when this came out. Mm -hmm. Cool. Yeah. So Devil's Do. It's one of those that opens up with. Another holodeck scene where uh, Data is trying to act. Mm-hmm. He is in The Christmas Carol playing yeah. Scrooge. Doing a good job. Doing a pretty good job. He's got his little nightcap on. and <laughs> a Marley, Marley's trying to spook him. And he's acting all scared. And 
then you know the scene ends and we see uh, Captain Picard giving him notes and all this stuff. And they're walking out and they're talking about like acting. And Data is into method acting, apparently. An ancient form of Yeah, he's like, I've been reading Stanislavski. And, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and he's trying to portray fear. And that's what this scene is about, is that fear is a fundamental part of humanity, and Data can't really uh, experience it personally, but he's trying to act it out, basically. Yeah, well, if he can do it as an actor, maybe he could be closer to it in life. Yeah. So he's... Doing the method backwards. Right. He's doing so, the doth them. Yeah, the doth them method. That's method backwards. The, yeah, I know. <laughs> uh, that was a good joke. I know, it was. <laughs> but again, like, if you remember, the last time we saw this, they were doing the scene, the Williams scene from Henry V. Mm-hmm. And basically, it's the same note. Picard is like, don't do what other actors do. Don't just mimic them. you got to be your own thing. Yeah, you, know. you do you, Data. Right, but he's an android, so it's kind of hard. Right. Uh, they and go- it's just like when he was playing the violin as well. Right. It's like, yeah. you got to make your own. Yeah, well, he can't really do that. He's, like, creativity is kind of a different thing mm-hmm. uh, for him. But they go up to the bridge, and the Enterprise gets a distress call. Uh, there's some science station outside of a planet called Ventax 2. Yeah. And the transmission is, like, it's this weird, it's kind of garbled... It's, like, all scrambled and messed up, and they can't really understand. It's, like, looks like the Max Headroom incident. Yeah. And the guy <laughs> basically says, oh, uh, the, there's a planet that is, everything's messed up. People think that the world is ending, and they're attacking the science station, and they're about to break in. Yeah, so it's just looting, right? Yeah, it's just everyone is going nuts because mm-hmm. they think the world is about to end. That's, like, the only thing that they can get from this Dr. Clark guy. Yeah, well, it's so fuzzy, it's hard to hear. Right, and they, they point out that, that the interference is on his end. Not not the Enterprise. So they just have to go there mm-hmm. and like figure out what's happening. They go to the science station, or where the, where the science station is, and they get another message from Dr. Clark. It's a little clearer, but not great. And he's like, you got you to gotta get us out of here. They're breaking in. We're, we're going to die. And they can't lock on anybody but Dr. Clark. So they bring him up and get him out. And they're in his ready room. They're, like, giving him some Earl Grey, tea Earl Grey hot. <laughs> and he's explaining what's going on. He's like, all right, so this planet Ventex, these people used to have technology like we do. But then they just gave it up. We don't know why. And they were in this idyllic agricultural society. Mm-hmm. But then everything went nuts because they think that this person, Ardra, is coming back. And Picard's like, Ardra. <laughs> And it's basically the devil. Well, because they made a deal with the devil. They apparently made a deal with the devil for a thousand years peace, but then Ardra comes back. And there's these signs that they think means that she's coming back. That there are earthquakes, you know, so that happened. But he's like, earthquakes, they happen all the time. Right. Could be anything. I think Picard here says, like, time, though. Right. I don't know. Yeah, it's basically, it is matched up perfectly with when Ardra was going to come yes. back. So everyone kind of went nuts. And yeah, so th- they think the devil is going to come back and take their souls or fulfill some kind of contract or something like that. So they contact this guy, Jared, who is the head. <laughs> yeah, his name is just Jared. It's like Bob or something. He he rules the planet. Yeah. King Jared. <laughs> so they talk to him, and he's on the... He's on the planet's surface, and he's saying, look, 
We didn't mean to take people as hostages. Things are just kind of nuts here because Archer's coming back. She's back, y'all. This is messed up. <laughs> Everyone's going crazy. And they're trying to reason with them. Like, hey, you know, maybe those were just, like, random earthquakes. That that happens. No, it's Ardra. Y'all don't get this. Like, All the signs are there. All the signs are there. Everyone had visions of her. That, that happened. <laughs> so it's time. So, yeah, everyone's going nuts. We're, we're, we're going to try not to hurt anybody, though. You know, they knew that this thousand-year thing was coming to a head for a thousand years. Right. Why would you want to be King Jared? I, who would want to who would want to rule this planet when the devil comes? I don't know. And he that, just signed up for he, it? I guess. What he, an idiot. It's, it's got to be somebody. Yeah, I guess it's so, his duty. Yeah, so Picard and a couple Enterprise people and Dr. Clark like they go down to the planet. They're like, "Okay, we let's let's talk to this Jared dude. Let's try to figure out what's going on." And he basically says the same thing that he did before. Our souls are in jeopardy. Ardra is back, blah 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 blah. And then this woman appears. This, like, I guess like an alien. Yeah. She, has, she looks human, but she has this kind of nose bridge thing going on. Yeah, and a little bit around her uh, her eyes. Right. And she just says, time's up. And I'm seductive, too. Right, yeah. She is very seductive. Yeah, that's her episode. whole deal. <laughs> right. She's the devil, you know. Yeah. So Picard is like, oh, who are you? <laughs> and seduction doesn't work on me. Right. Well, he's very rigid and, and stern and everyone else is groveling and she's saying stuff like oh don't grovel uh, i'm just here for the contract and she's treating it very matter-of-factly she is very impressed that picard is not impressed mm -hmm. and is trying to get in his head but she's saying that not only is she ardra she's known by different names in a lot of different cultures and one of them is the Klingons call me Feklar. And Worf is like, you are not Feklar. And she transforms into this hideous beast in front of everyone's eyes. And I guess that's Feklar. Yeah. Yeah. So she then gives Jared this scroll. And she's saying, this is, you know, all the stuff that we're going to do uh, for the next thousand years. It's got plans and all this other stuff. So go do that. Do my bidding. And... She's basically showing up to to run the planet. Mm -hmm. She's King Jared now. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Picard, though, is still very skeptical. So one of the things that they have to do is free these hostages from the Federation. He's like, look, that's all I want to do. Get rid of these people. Get them home. And let's get the hell out of here. Mm -hmm. So Ardra is like, yeah, why'd you take hostages? That's messed up, King Jared. Go release those people. <laughs> But then Picard kind of delves deeper into this. He's like, you know, I'm going to take a look at this contract. Let's let's take a look at these. This scrolls. seems like a mystery. And yeah, I cannot he avoid cannot a mystery. Resist a mystery, and it has archaeology because it's like a thousand years oh, old. Yeah. So it's like two. If there was a horse or, or sword <laughs> fighting in here, he would be all over it. Yeah. But yeah, he can't resist. Like he initially is saying, "We're just here for the hostages." Yeah, and let's take a look at this ancient archaeological yeah, mystery let's too. Go dig some shit up. Yeah, let's just uh, poke around while we're here. So he gives data these scrolls, and it's like, I want you to study this law and figure out. Everything about it, how maybe there's a loophole. Let's just see what we can do. So right. Data's like, okay, let's I'll I I'll read through it front to back. And he just becomes like a master of intaxian law in this episode, because that's kind of what he does. 
So they go back to the Enterprise, and Picard is talking with his crew in the observation lounge, and Troy is saying everyone down there is out of their minds. They could be driven to suicide. Like, they think the world is ending. They're, it's very tense. So we got to be careful. One of the things that they bring up is maybe this is Q. Like, have we thought about that? Yeah. We've kind of run into this before. And Picard is saying, I don't think it's Q. It's kind of the same thing, though, because mm-hmm. Q is a flim-flam man. <laughs> well, he also says, but Q wouldn't bother with a contract. Right. Q would just do whatever he wants to do. Right. What he thinks is that this is someone manipulating uh, transporter technology, because he's saying all the things that this Ardra person was doing, you can do with technology. Right. Like, you can make stuff appear. Uh, you can cause earthquakes with a tractor beam. It, it's possible. But you got to have a power source. So she probably has a ship or something somewhere that she's using as an operation base. So we're going to scan the entire sector, and let's try to find this ship. Because they obviously do not believe that this is actually some being called Ardra. Right. Which I thought was weird, because like we have seen supernatural beings in the show before. We absolutely have. But I think that's why he's not impressed. Right. Because everything she's doing is limited by what a ship can do. Right. Whereas the other, like Q was doing stuff. That no know, one else could yeah, do. flung us through space. Right. Or like the, the Traveler would, yeah. you know, time, space, thought, and all that Yeah, stuff. He, he was in Trapper Keeper world. Yeah. This lady didn't put him in Trapper no, Keeper world. No, not at all. So, she, she just made stuff disappear and appear. Right. And he's saying, well, yeah, that's good enough for these people that abandon technology, but I know that I can do that. Right. She's just doing it with a little more dramatic flair. They, they basically compare her to... David Copperfield or something. <laughs> they do. Yeah. And they keep calling her a magician. Right. A magician never reveals how they do their tricks. Yeah. So You they, don't know what's up a magician's sleeve. They did that a bunch. Yeah. So they think that they have this settled, and they go back to the bridge, but Archer's there, hanging out in the captain's chair. You don't do that. And, you know, she kind of tries to seduce the captain again. I like the way she's sitting in the chair. Yeah. She, yeah she's just lounging. Yeah, she's a badass. And Picard's like, I'm going to have to remove you by force. And she says... I'd like to see you try. So they send Worf, of course, and Worf is just thrown back, and it seems like by a force field. I don't think it's anything magic. Mm-mm. So then they're like, okay, we'll just transport you out of here because we can do that. So they transport her out, and then Picard says, uh, Ensign, do this, and the Ensign turns around, and it's Ardra again. What? Yep. She just transported the other end, end of the room. <laughs> I don't know what she did, but she is still on the ship, and she is walking around like she owns the place. And this then she is- admits that it's because she does. Yeah. Because <laughs> Data walks in and she says, oh, an android, an added bonus. Bonus? What What do you mean? Well, I think if you read the contract, you'll see that not only do I own everything that is on the planet, but everything in its orbit after the thousand, uh, the thousand years are up. And you showed up just in time. So that means I own the Enterprise. And Data says, yeah, uh, I checked. I checked the contract, and yeah, that's pretty much what it says. I'm sorry. <laughs> she owns us now, yeah. technically. So when she took over the Ensign, uh, that's the only thing we saw her do that a normal ship couldn't do. Right. Because the Ensign becomes her. Yeah. And then turns back into the Ensign, I, which yeah. is kind of magic. That is kind of magic. Like, what's up with that? I don't know. They never explained this. Do that, this. Picard. I guess, I guess it's some kind of holodeck stuff. I don't know. Because it turns but, back into yeah. the person that it was. So what happened to the person? Or he, He's still there. Yeah. But where where did he go? And how did she 
did he did he quickly teleport away and teleport back? It looked like he morphed. I guess so. I don't know. Well, a magician never reveals her secret. <laughs> At uh, that point, I was like, maybe she is magic. I know. That's what I thought. I thought that it was actually going to be Q or something mm-hmm. uh, that they didn't expect. But Picard still thinks that this is a con artist. And he's in his ready room. He's like pouring over this computer and Data walks in. And they start talking about P.T. Barnum, how he said there's a sucker born every minute. You know, they do that thing where they talk about something that you and I know from the real world, but they act like someone that's a thousand years from now. Like, I find it hard to believe that no one has heard of a con a con artist yeah. or anything. But like I guess maybe they got rid of it. Yeah, I guess humans wouldn't be con artists anymore. Yeah, but what? So they call them Flim Flam Man now? Because <laughs> yeah, he knows Man. what that is. It means the same thing. <laughs> and he, I know he was like, I believe we are part of a con. <laughs> yeah, no yeah. one watches The Sting. <laughs> that movie rules. I hope it stays around for the future. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Flim Flam is older than con. That is an old, old-timey term. <laughs> I have never heard anyone use it outside of the show. And they say Flim Flam Man, but con artist is apparently this ancient terminology. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It was it was weird. But Picard is saying that they have to out-con the con artist. Yeah. So they're kind of try to sort of play along until they can find a way to trick her out of this claim on the planet. So Data is going to go, like, dig back in the law, become an expert on it again, and figure out if they can find a loophole, some way to trick her or convince her or trap her. So that's that's the plan. Uh, Picard goes to bed after a hard day of dealing with a uh, Q-type bean. And, you know, he's got the classic, you know, no shirt, no... no uh, this outfit's for the ladies. Yeah, this is for the ladies. <laughs> Just hanging out in an open bathrobe like yeah. you do. With little short shorts. Yeah. Yeah. But Arger shows up, you know, and looking like some kind of white snake video <laughs> and tries to seduce him. Yeah. But she must not know Picard at all. Picard is not into it. No He's way. Just, he says, "There is. I find nothing attractive about this. So then she turns into some kind of like Mary Poppins type Which character. Which is super weird. Yeah, but you know that's what Picard is into. <laughs> and I think when we were watching it, you were like, yeah, maybe if she was on a horse. This yeah, would exactly. <laughs> this would be what he's into. Uh, but he's still not into it, and he's resisting her. And then she changes into Deanna Troy, which I thought was weird. But he's still not into that. No. And she's mad that Picard is not giving in it would have been the night of his life that's what she says but so I, much fire he couldn't contain it i feel like she is he's kind of getting in her head yeah like this so she gets so mad that she transports him back to the planet like in his pajamas so does that mean shields aren't up on the enterprise i guess not right now because she transported him. yeah so you couldn't be trans yeah shields if the shields are on you, you can't, can't transport. Do it. That's the one so thing that just, I do know. Yeah. yeah. So they're hanging out in space with no shields. I guess He's so. Conserving power. Maybe. But they got the super being on their case. You'd think you'd have your shields up. I know. I don't know. Picard is stuck on the planet, though. Half naked. He is very embarrassed. Yes. And Jordy's there. He's like, oh, I didn't expect you, Captain. He's like, well, neither did I. <laughs> and he's trying to get Worf Where to, are my pants? to beam him back. But something is messed up with the transporters. I guess Ardra messed with them on her way out. Again. That's very powerful if a ship can do that. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, so he's got to come back to the planet. Mm-hmm. Like, 
So Data has to go drive and pick him up <laughs> from the airport. He's like driving back in this shuttle. And Picard is saying, yeah, so about that Ventaxian law, you, you find anything? And it turns out Data did find something. There is one case, one established precedent of an alien uh, law where some Klingon builder built this house for this guy and he didn't like it. But when it comes to someone from another planet, apparently Ventaxian law, you don't take it to court. You take it to an arbitration process. So somebody picks an arbitrator to like judge the process, and they argue it. Uh, but that's the only precedent that they have. So Picard is saying, yeah, that's what we got to do. We got to bring her to arbitration, and we can use her own contract against her. Or but what she claims is her contract, because, again, they don't believe that this is actually Ardra. Right. So... When they're pulling up to the Enterprise, it just disappears. Whoosh. Yeah. It's gone. It's gone. Immediately. They can't contact it. They have no idea where, like, where these people are. Which, that's weird, what too. What happened. Yeah. Again, that's powerful, that's powerful stuff. Whatever she did, like, it's not just an illusion, right? No. Well, how could she stop Riker from going Picard? We're yeah, still here. Exactly. I don't know. Uh, back on the planet, so that science station, Jordy uh, is contacting Picard. And saying, look, we can't find the Enterprise within an entire light year radius. We don't know where it is. Super powerful, whatever she did. But there is like this boost in some kind of particle, which means Z that, particles, I think. Yeah, there, so there's a power source coming from somewhere and probably coming from where those particles are. And then Ardra shows up again. Pissed. Yeah, just mad, mad as hell. Yep. And Picard... Brings up this arbitration thing. Like, hey, turns out we found something, this little contract of yours. And we can bring you to arbitration. And she has to go along with it. She's like, ah, shit, that isn't there. Damn, I forgot about that. Yeah, I mean, she doesn't want to do it. But she's got to. Yeah, well. If she doesn't fulfill the law, then she kind of gives her whole game away. But then why did Picard offer himself? Because that, uh... He sweetened the deal. He sweetened the deal a little bit. Yeah. Because at first he was going to say, I'll show you where this like emerald is. Yeah. But that wasn't enough for her. So she says, okay, I'll do it if you give me yourself. Yeah. You you have to sign yourself over to me. Willingly. Willingly, which you, this is not willing. Uh, <laughs> no matter what. It's like the definition of coercion. <laughs> uh, but he's he says, okay. All right, I'll do it. I'm down to party. I, I know that I'm. I know that I'm gonna win. I know you're a flim flam man. You're a flim flam artist. Artist, a con artist, if you will. Con. <laughs> but she picks as an arbitrator Data, because as she says, he's an android, unable to show bias. Perfect. He's perfect for this. Data takes Picard aside and he's saying, "Look, I figure that you would want me to be the arbitrator." And he's like, "Yeah, of course. You're in my crew." Yeah, but here's the problem. I actually am incapable of bias. I studied all this law and all this other stuff, and if you make me the arbitrator, I'm going to be the arbitrator. Like, I'm, I, I may not rule in your favor. But Picard is saying, yeah, I, I expect nothing less. I know that you'll do the job and well. do you think any of these jokers who are scared of her are right. going to help and me Right, and that's anyway? the other thing, is that he's incapable of showing fear. Mm -hmm. And he brings that up again. It's like, remember at the beginning when we were working out that scene from uh, Christmas Carol? You have to pretend to be afraid. She can't scare you. She can't intimidate you. So you're perfect for the job. So, yeah, he takes it. They're back in, like, that 
It, it's like they have one set piece for this thing. Yeah. Because we, we cut to pictures of the planet. Where it's just a painting and there's yeah. stuff on fire, mm-hmm. you know, and they, they, everyone lives in a ziggurat, I guess. <laughs> but on the inside, there's like this room with stained glass or something, and I guess that's the main that's, court. I don't yeah, know. We've been in that room the whole time, the, the entire time. That's like the only thing they on just the move some tables around, right? Yeah, uh, but that's where they are, and King Jared is there. <laughs> He's the only person, I guess. Like this entire this arbitration process arbitration is, is them is just dumb. yelling at this dude. Yeah, they keep and they keep being like, "All right, I'm done." And then they switch. Yeah. And then she starts asking questions, and then she's like, "All right, I'm done." And then Picard's asking him yeah. questions. It's like this poor man. I know. Like, give him a break. Come on. <laughs> also, that's what an arbitration is. You just yell at one guy. I know. Yeah, but he he pretty much just says what we know. The history. Yeah. The he history. Like, it. yeah, a thousand years ago. We were polluted, we were all messed up, and we were going to die. And then Ardra came, and we drew up this contract. We promised a thousand years peace, and at this appointed time, that's uh, when we turn over our souls to her. We don't like that we have to do it, but that was the deal that we made. The dispute is, uh, is this Ardra, and Picard tries to object by saying, we have no evidence that it is, but... Uh, the objection is eventually overruled by Data because by Ventaxian law or whatever, the signs have showed up. So that means that this is Ardra. It's not perfect, but that's what the law is, so mm-hmm. Data kind of has to follow it. That's how Ardra would identify herself. Yes. It all has happened. Right. But keep in mind, they still believe that this is a flim-flam artist. <laughs> uh, this is Data can do nothing about it. Uh-huh. He has to be a neutral arbitrator. So... Point one to Ardra, basically. It looks it's not looking well for Picard. No. But His meanwhile soul is hers. Yeah, in in the science station, they're picking up where these uh, Z particles are, and Jordy and Dr. Clark, they f- have figured out where the source of Ardra's quote unquote magic is coming from. Well, yeah, and because while they're arbitrating, she starts showing off her powers to and asking Picard to explain them. Right. And so every time she uses her powers, yeah, they're able to yeah, they're able so to he's it. getting a rise out of her basically by saying, I, "I don't think that this is who you are. You know, you're. Uh, I don't. I don't believe you." And she keeps like showing off. How about this? Right. And How Data has this? to stop her. And, yeah. And and say, "All right, I'm going to have to hold you in contempt of court." Like at one point, she turns into the devil. Yeah, which is weird. Which is weird because it's it... like the '50s cartoon devil, basically. <laughs> um, the other thing though that he brings up is Picard grills Jared. And says stuff like, okay, so a thousand years ago, you entered in this contract, right? Yeah. What happened after that? Like, Ardra came and I guess formed your government and that's how you fix it. And he's like, no, uh, we drew up a new constitution and everyone voted on it. Okay, so Ardra cleaned up the oceans and the air. No, that new government drew up plans for cleaning up the environment. Okay, did she, like, pick up trash or anything? Did she pick up one, one piece, piece of, of trash? trash? Yeah, he yells it. No, she, she wasn't there. Okay, so she destroyed all your weapons. No, we had nuclear disarmament. We kind of did that ourselves. So he pretty much points out that this myth is very powerful. Like, this idea of fear kept you in line. But that's all it was. It was, it was the myth. <laughs> so she didn't do anything. She didn't fulfill the contract. You did. You did that. Like, uh, you could see her, like, looking around, getting nervous. Right. Ardra then comes back. She says, okay, so 
pretty much everyone believes that they owe me, right, for this contract that fix everything. And Jerry's like, yeah, I, I guess, like, we do kind of owed you. Uh, like, you saved everybody by appearing a thousand years ago, right? That, that's what we believe. So Arger's saying, yeah, I pulled off my part of the bargain. I mean, everyone here apparently believes that I did, so I did. Problem solved. And it's got a rule in her favor. Like, this is based on what the Ventaxians actually believe. Even though they did do everything themselves, they still believe that Ardra did. So, too yeah, bad. And they still entered the contract. And they still did, yeah. So, uh, then Jordy comes in. And this is kind of like the deus ex machina. <laughs> they didn't really solve the case. Like, it was not going to go well for them. And Jordy is saying, hey, uh, so we found something just above the magnetic pole of this planet. There's a ship, and it's got a Romulan cloaking device. That's why you can't see it. It is completely out of, like, any detection range because it's above magnetic north, and it messed up all the sensors. But, yeah, that's Ardra's ship. The Enterprise is still there. They just, they just have, under her cloak. Yeah, they just, uh, I guess you can move the cloaking shields like you can this, with a shield. I guess. This whole thing, though, full of holes. Yeah. How did she break the transporter? You can do that from your ship? I guess so. Well, then the Enterprise sucks. Yeah. If this flim-flam artist can do that. Yeah, so. But they found her ship. Yeah, they, so they call a recess, and that's, that's where they explain this. When they come back. Picard does one of those. Here's what I want you to do. Right. And then they cut away. Right. Yeah. So what happens... Yeah, they do this thing where Picard talks about Ardra's magic, and he demonstrates the powers himself. Like, he's... Yeah, he does it. He turns into stuff. You know, he disappears. He does all the same shit that she was doing, because now he has magic. So this proves to Jared, oh, this was just a person that showed up and read all of our theology Mm -hmm. and figured out what to do and tricked us. And just did it so that she could become the governor of the of, of the planet. It's a it's a flim flam man. Classic flim flam. <laughs> the convince an entire planet that you're a god. Yeah. So what would she have done I with don't that know. power too? I mean, now she's gotta be King Jared. She still couldn't like take their souls. Yeah. She'd just be treated like a queen. She, well, at the beginning, she just handed people a scrolls like this is uh there's some reports. Yeah. It's like that sounds like a shitty con. Yeah, now you gotta now you gotta do stuff. Now you gotta run a planet. <laughs> yeah, good luck. You don't have win. fun with that. <laughs> the shittiest job in the world. Yeah, my god. Yeah, but Jared is convinced mm-hmm. that now it's like, oh, okay, this is just a this is a con artist. I'm gonna hit the panic button, and he yep. goes and he like hits his panic button because Archer's like, oh, uh, well, I gotta go. See you later. <laughs> and then these hulky dudes show up and block her from. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, from leaving. So then Picard says that, you know, you, you mentioned that you were known by many names and you turned into the devil and this like Klingon devil, Romulan devil, whatever kind of devil. <laughs> it turns out you are known by many names and he brings up her criminal record. Mm-hmm. She has gone to other planets and tricked people like this before. Uh, it's some kind of Harry Mud type character, basically. <laughs> it is, yeah. Yeah. And the jig is up now. Everyone knows. She's not some kind of devil. She's just a regular old asshole. <laughs> she's a regular hairy mud. Yep. So now she's under arrest, and I guess she's going to go to Ventaxian jail or whatever. And Jared is saying, oh, you know, thanks, Picard. We uh, we really owe you one. 
you saved our lives. And he says, no, you, you saved your own lives. Remember that when I told you about all the people that got rid of the weapons and cleaned up the planet, like, y'all did that. Don't worry about this Ardra person. It, it's fine. But then Ardra is saying, you know, you would have had a lot more fun if you lost. Wink. Wink. Yeah. I'm seductive. And then she says, until we meet again, which I'm assuming she's, we're never going to see this person. I don't know. She might come back. Okay. I don't remember. And then they, they go back to the ship. Mm-hmm. And that was the end of the episode. Well, Patrick, this is the part of the podcast where we like to rate what we just saw. If we thought it was amazing, must watch Star Trek. We set to kill. If it was pretty good, uh, comes up in the queue, you give it a watch, we set to stun. And if it was horrible, avoid it at all costs, we leave it in the holster. So, Patrick, what'd you think? I want to say set to stun. Mm. Like, it wasn't bad, but it did feel like a little kind of preachy. Like, I could, I could tell Gene Roddenberry wrote this. <laughs> like, oh, does God pick up trash? Checkmate. <laughs> I mean, I kind of wish there was a lot more about the power of myth as a motivator mm. to build a society. And there was a little bit about that. And that was the most interesting part. Right. That was the most interesting part. But then the rest of it is like, oh, God is a con artist. Like, okay. If I'm not even that religious. But it's just like, eh, this is a little heavy-handed. <laughs> uh, but, you know, it wasn't bad. You know, I, I, I think it's interesting is... What if someone was able to use a holodeck to the holodeck to be like kind of a shitty cue? <laughs> you know? Yeah. Uh that that's like a fun thing to think about. Mm-hmm. And you know. Because Barkley kinda did. Barkley did a little bit, and there's also that grasshopper alien kid. Oh, right, right. That did that to uh to <laughs> Riker or something. Alien. Yeah. Uh yeah, they have lied is, about power before. Right. This using is just holograms. a person that just travels around uh messing with people's heads. Yeah. Um, so that was kind of interesting. It's just, you know, it wasn't that great. It was kind of a one-off. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I agree. Set to stun for me as well. She was fun. Performed right. well. Um, a, a nice counterpoint to Picard. I thought that was good. Um, it was silly. So after some of the great episodes we've been having, a silly one like this, I can get why you'd want to do it. Right. Lighten the mood. Lighten the mood a bit. But it wasn't silly in the same way, um, uh, you know, when they go into the holodeck. And what's the detective? Dixon. Yeah. Dixon Hill. Dixon Hill. It's not that silly, though, which those aren't really great episodes either. So I I don't know. Pretty forgettable. Not a lot happened. I feel like we've been in the arbitration yeah, thing we, before. Yeah, there's a lot of courtroom episodes. Yeah. This is not the best one. No. Well, they're not debating something that matters. Right. Like it's, in, we in Measure of a Man. The outcome is. Yeah, totally. Measure of a Man, they're debating whether or not what life is, what right. it means to be alive. Yeah. In this, they're debating, is, is this supposed to be a con God? artist? Is it supposed to be God's existence or something? Know. I don't know. I didn't get that. And they didn't even, but. like, trap her. Like, they, they were supposed to out-con the con, con artist, you know? Mm-hmm. And they just came and was like, yeah, we found their ship. Yeah. That's it. That, that's not a trick. And again, I know I keep saying this, but the ship is doing things that no other ship could do. So this is one of the most powerful ships ever. I guess so. They got to get that thing. Yeah. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. It's better than a Romulan Warbird. They even say at one point that the ship is kind of crummy. Yeah. But how could it be? It turned off their transporters. It stopped. It can stop Riker. the Enterprise from, like, operating. Well, why didn't the Enterprise blast out of the cloak? Like, Riker didn't suddenly become paralyzed or something. I, I don't know. That's what It's just like those things, as you're watching, you're like, the world wasn't happening. It was just these scenes that were happening. Right. It doesn't make sense. And that kind of, that bothers me. Took you out of it? Yeah, well, I just kept thinking, what is the rest of the crew doing? 
while they're invisible. Why isn't Miles O'Brien being like, hey, the transporter's down. I'm going to fix this. It's just like, not transporter's broken. Yeah, it happens all the time. Yeah, but it yeah. doesn't. No. It's weird. Yeah. Also, how did it break? How do you break it with a ship? Maybe the cloaking? I don't know. I don't know. Huge flaw in the Enterprise. Yeah. So, set to stun for that reason. I'm almost willing to downgrade it. It's bothering <laughs> me so much. Well, you remember Miles O'Brien found that huge flaw in the Nebula-class ship. He's like, right. yeah, every five seconds, the shields don't work. <laughs> you know? For a millisecond. Every five minutes, to be uh, fair. Yeah, I... <laughs> I'm sure there's all sorts of systems flaws. Yeah, okay, but they should at least have said that. Yeah. And how did she replace that ensign? Oh, yeah, that's never explained. That's never it's magic be... trick. Yeah. Ma- magic okay. trick. All right, I'll stop. Space magic. I'm going down a rabbit hole of anger. <laughs> well, Patrick, is there anything you want to talk about before we get out of here? Uh, no, just thank you all for listening. And you can find more of our episodes at our Patreon. What? What's a Patreon? Uh, that is a place where you can give us money. <laughs> either just because you're a good person or to listen to some premium episodes where we talk about the original series. Yeah, those you'll, are fun. Yeah, you'll find it at patreon.com slash Patrick. You can follow me on Twitter at Pat Likes Tweet because Facebook is for noobs. And be on the lookout. For our new actual play series, it's coming soon. Oh, yeah. Let's see what's out there. Beaches. Pop. Sauce. Beaches. 